Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode and then we talk about them. How you doing, Stefan? I am okay. <laughs> Just okay? Just okay. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so thrilled to be talking about this next episode. Oh, man, we... Season four has not been kind to us. No. I mean, we're two episodes in. And like we ended season three with like the magic of special friend and Rex Badger PI. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I watched Rex Badger PI again just for fun. <laughs> and it's really enjoyable. It is quite an enjoyable episode. Uh, Very what's, Monty going Python. On, what's going on with this season? I don't know. It seems like all the episodes that they just kind of filmed as filler, they decided to just start the season with. Yeah. Just like put them out there. <laughs> I'm expecting like a spike in the middle of just like an amazing string. Well, of... we do have a three-parter coming up this season, right? Well, we yes, we do. <laughs> uh, something Thunder Rock, I yeah. think. It, that's going to be real interesting because if the first one's bad, then we cool. know we're in for two more pretty <laughs> yeah. bad ones. It's going to be painful to get through. But if the first one's good, then, then we know we're Exciting. in for three good ones. <laughs> yes. All right. Should I just jump into this episode? Yeah, let's jump into this episode. Okay. We'll we'll try and make the best of it. Gonna, we're going to do our, our darndest. We'll do our darndest to, <laughs> to at least be entertaining. Yeah. If the hobo's not entertaining, at least we could try and be. Exactly. Like how you think. All right. So this episode, season four, episode two, Home Free. Uh, my synopsis is much shorter than the synopsis you read last week. Okay. So, hobo aids a detention home runaway. Perfect. Done. Uh, first aired September 23rd, 1982. Nice. All right. We start. Hobo. On the road. As per usual. Yes. That's how it's always start. Is he in a field? Uh, not really. He's like on a dirt road, though. Okay. It's like a country road, I think. Uh, Is so. it taking you home? <laughs> to the place that you belong? West Virginia? Is that, that the next yep. line? <laughs> Mountain Mama? <laughs> I had like never really heard that song and then i feel like it was in like five movies last year yeah <laughs> like, yeah it was heck? and in a fallout game as well <laughs> really? i think yeah somebody's getting a lot of royalties anyways yeah. <laughs> hobo he rocks up to like a random house yep somebody is sneaking out a window yes. it's a girl she's in like a uniform she's carrying something she's, she's all shady she's running around uh this is laura our main character uh played by jennifer jewison okay and i was like that last name sounds familiar does it sound familiar to you? It does not. Uh, she's the daughter of the famed director from Toronto, Norman Jewison. Okay. Uh, he directed Moonstruck. Oh. Cher. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. <laughs> the original versions of Rollerball and the Thomas Crown Affair. Wow. And also In the Heat of the Night. <laughs> okay. He's done all right then. He's done all right. She's done this and four other things and nothing ever again. Okay. So I hope she has a good life. wherever you are i hope you're proud of yourself (laughs) you've got the hobo uh i also wrote i wonder what it would have been like if he had directed this episode more entertaining definitely more entertaining. probably more musical as well (laughs) yeah people bust out into songs this bus comes along and all these players bop off of it crucifying some man (laughs) in the background i mean what's the buzz (laughs) there's a really ripped guy in like a gold like (laughs) what is it speedo style like. yeah oh yeah i can see it in my head i can yeah. see it it would be beautiful it's I almost christmas the- too somebody's <laughs> definitely watching jesus christ superstar right now yes <laughs> enjoy it's great <laughs> <laughs> all right so laura she bolts she's hiding behind a car 
No one is following her, but she's being very shady. Yes. Uh, I think she's very paranoid. But Hobo is following her, so maybe it's like warranted. Uh, <laughs> she's trying different car doors. Uh, she finds one that's unlocked. She gets in. She hot wires. Hot wires it, yeah. Boy. This is where I wrote, you go, girl. It's like some gone in 60 seconds type crap. <laughs> like, yeah. She like pulls out the wires and wraps like some foil. Tin foil around, around it, it, yeah. Like she knows what she's doing. Yep. <laughs> We're going to find out this is like a detention home that she's in. Yes. For stealing a record. I feel like while she was in that detention home, she's learned some things. She got worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was like a little book under her mattress. (laughs) Somebody's journal just full of like very well drawn (laughs) pictures. Yeah. How to diagrams. Yep. Because yeah, it takes her like two seconds and she is gone. Yes. She's driving this car. We don't want kind of car. Want to guess? It looks like kind of like a LeBaron. It's like a boat style. Yeah. It's a long long car. Uh, so she drives past a sign that says Lampton Juvenile Detention Home. Okay. Hobo then heads off to tattle on her. He goes to like try a door. He tries a window. Uh, he gets no response. Uh, the music- I think she was in there alone. <laughs> I think so. There's no supervision in this yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> they just lock them in and go, that's have it. fun. See you for dinner. And there's like Battle Royale in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that house is full of corpses. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. She's the only one that survived. <laughs> there's some girl who's sitting on a throne of corpses. Yeah. <laughs> Just rules the place. She's like, you may go. <laughs> yeah. I've taught you all I know. <laughs> yeah. You can hotwire a car. You've earned your freedom. Yes. Go Never through. return. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have the conch. <laughs> Kill the pig. <laughs> Kill the pig. Oh, no. <laughs> I like the scenario we concocted for inside this building. Yes. That we'll never see inside. No. <laughs> so then the music suddenly turns to the strange like action ominous music yeah and hobo just bolts through a field i there's feel the dandelions <laughs> no explanation there's no like nothing to trigger this he just music changes and he runs it's so it's so hard to feel tension <laughs> right. when there's a dog like happily like tail pouncing. wagging oh yeah he's just he's galloping just like, yeah, through, this through this field of dandelions like some music sh- like sound of music should be playing it should <laughs> like that's how beautiful it no, is it's just super tense <laughs> yeah uh he sees the car on the road. Mm. Uh, the girl, Laura, has pulled off to like a picnic area, like one yeah. of the side stops, uh, and she bolts into the woods. She's changing her clothes. She's yes. like getting rid of that uniform, putting on the clothes that she was given yeah. by her lord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the conch, her conch mistress. <laughs> yeah. So The conch queen. That's what her name is. That's a good one. Conch, the conch queen. Conch queen. Conch queen. <laughs> It doesn't sound right when you say it too quickly. No, it really does not. Okay, just going to move right past that to Hobo. He's looking around. He sees like a piece of wood, like an old fence post with some nails sticking out of it. Places it strategically in front of the tires. Yes. Uh, So when the girl gets back in, she changed her clothes. She drives off. She gets a flat tire. She like drives a little bit and then like, Kind of ditches it, but not really. Yeah, uh, I, like I, at the time I wrote down, I'm like, <laughs> I doubt this is going to slow her down. Like she's just going to change that yeah, tire. Yeah, right. she absolutely could. I think if there was a spare and like a jack, she would totally. She'd change have that it tire. done in five minutes. No problem. Yeah. Just say hobo's in the back of the car. He, yeah, like, he th- she in. threw her clothes onto him, which yeah. is kind of a fun shot. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Uh, so she kicks the car angrily and then like takes off. Yeah, uh, and hobo runs in pursuit yes i timed it we're like five and a half minutes into this episode and not a single piece of dialogue has been spoken nope it's very silent <laughs> but then we get her yelling go yeah first word <laughs> first word she slings a rock at the hobo she throws a rock at hobo and it almost hits him it's like eight inches off his one side very, like it's, he flinches yes he does because like I, kudos to him for even sitting still 
because it's very close. because Chuck had the inanimate carbon rod. <laughs> right. He was like, if you move. If you move. You think the rock's going to hurt. <laughs> uh, Hobo does kind of run away when she tells him to. Yeah. Uh, and then she goes to wander around some like, we're in like a little neighborhood of houses and she's wandering around them. She sees the tire swing and we know it's important because they zoom in on it. <laughs> They zoom in on like a bullseye, <laughs> yeah, just like right in there. And there's like sad music playing. Yeah, she's like she runs to it. She's like touching it. It's very sad. But then she gets mad. She hits it. I hate you, tire swing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> also, she got dirty at some point. She did. She all of a sudden, it's like she tried to fix the tire in some scene, and they, they cut, cut it because she has like oil, like grease stains. Or it's like weird. It just dirt, shows up. Yeah, on yeah. her face. Uh, then she goes to the house with the tire swing. Yes. Um. She tries the door, it's locked. Uh, but conveniently, as all houses in Canada do, it has a basement window that is open. Yes. <laughs> so she just slides right in. Yep. It's a real hazard, people. Like, we don't talk about this enough. <laughs> yeah, we really should. There should be some sort of like... There should be a campaign. Like provincial or federal, yeah. <laughs> right. Regulations on putting open windows in all of our houses. Yeah. So easily opened. Yeah. <laughs> on ground levels. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Constantly. You lose so many children that way. Just to snatch them out. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh but it does lock because she locks the hobo out. She yes. gets in and locks hobo out. But he just goes in through the open front door. So yeah, there's another door that's chokes open. on her. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks in through the front door. Yeah. She has to just, like slide through, like slime her way through the bottom into the basement. Yeah. He's just like, I'll just walk through the front. Just, the door's open. Yeah. Uh, she's in the basement and she's like looking at all the stuff that's in there and wondering like where all this junk came from. Yeah. Um, we hear a woman who's yelling. For her uh, son, Michael, I guess. Or yeah. Is, I don't know if her husband's Michael. Her, her husband is... Is her husband Michael? She's yelling for Michael. <laughs> and she has yes. two children in tow. Okay. <laughs> uh, she spots Hobo in her house and is appropriately worried. Yes. <laughs> like, it's a stray dog. People are not. But she is. She's like, what yeah. the... She puts her kid in the like crib thing and is like, you need to get out. Oh, my Lord. Where'd you come from? We go back to Laura in the basement. She found a box with some photos. She finds a photo, again, old-timey photo. We're back in the 1940s. <laughs> We're not really. This is a photo the of her. The traveling photographer that like, did the photos for the guy in that. <laughs> the locket? The, in the locket, yeah. Yeah, just way outdated. Uh, it's like a man and a woman and a kid. She rips it. I couldn't tell which half she had taken until later on in the episode when they show us. Right. But she's taken the half with the child. Yes. Then she finds some spray paint. What's she going to do with the spray paint? Uh, <laughs> while she's doing this, Hobo is in a very large vegetable garden. Yes. Like, this man has a lot of time on his hands. This is beautiful. There's rows of, like, gorgeous lettuce. They're living off the land. <laughs> <They> gorgeous. <are. laughs> uh, he's just whistling and, like, yep. working away. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit off, like, Mike. Yeah. As soon as you see him and he starts talking, you're like, this man is very familiar. Uh he has been in an episode of The Littlest Hobo before, but I didn't remember him I don't from remember it. him either. It was the Million Dollar Fur Heist. Yeah, I don't recall him. I think maybe yeah. he was a robber. He didn't yeah, have any lines no or something. no lines. Yeah. But he is, I had, to, I had to look him up. But once I did, I was like, oh, that guy. Uh, Michael Hogan. Michael Hogan. So he's, I think, most famous for Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. He's Colonel Saul Tai. I haven't seen a whole lot of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, man, it's good. I know. I know I need to watch it. But I did know his character. Like, I saw the photo, and I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh, he's also apparently in the new Sonic movie. Oh. 
Good okay. Luck. okay. <laughs> I don't know as who. I don't know if that doesn't make me all that much more excited. <laughs> no. I like Michael Hogan, but it's not <laughs> enough to sell me. No. Uh, he's also in season two of Fargo, and I love Fargo. Okay. So that was, I was like, oh, yeah, Otto. He's, <laughs> he's also the voice of the doctor in Fallout New Vegas. Because that means nothing to me, but woo. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cool, because when you like wake up in a video game, he's the first person you meet. Oh. And like, he's got a very soothing voice. He does have a very good like, voice. He gets you to look at like Rorschach tests and like... <laughs> kind of talks you through like the tutorial part it's very nice he does have a great voice he like, does a very soothing yeah but not like lullaby soothing no. just like very calm yeah really you just it. listen to him look at that maybe them bullets done your brain some good like you trust him you find out he's a cop and you're like i would trust him yeah, as a i would cop. trust this guy <laughs> uh so hobo does his patent steal the tool uh and heads to the house to get him to follow him yes he goes inside and Laura has spray painted I hate you in red paint on the wall. Very shining like. And just below it, red rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, we find out that later. Okay, I'll talk about it later. Anyways. <laughs> it's a little teaser for you <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Listen to this here podcast. It's going to come up in like a minute or two. Uh, I have to say she runs to the garage to hide. Uh, and she's leaning against a car, like panting. Come again. Yeah. Uh, and we see that it's a cop car. She has not noticed yet that it's a cop car. Yeah. But she'll notice in a second and be like, oh my God. And bolt. Mm-hmm. She runs out of the garage and into his arms. So directly gra- into his directly arms. Directly into his arms. He just grabs her. Uh, then we find out what has happened. So her foster family was the Clarks. They lived there. Uh, when she got sent to the detention center, they moved. Uh, and she wants her scrapbook that was left there back. Yes. That's why she came back. She's looking for the scrapbook. Mm-hmm. So she knew her foster family had moved and left. And she still vandalized the place with the words, I hate you. In red spray in paint. In red spray paint, knowing they are not there anymore. And these people have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Laura's a psycho. Yes. <laughs> also, how do these people not think it's ghosts? <laughs> yeah. Because I guarantee you, if I came out to my kitchen where I was like two minutes before yeah. and there was in red writing on the wall, I hate you. I'd be like, oh, no, no. we need to move now. There's <laughs> ghosts here. Yeah, We're out. There's ghosts and they can spell yeah. the worst kind of ghost. <laughs> so true. It's a Call grammar ghost. Call the real ghost. estate agent. Yeah. Excuse me. I need to leave my house. <laughs> you did not say there were ghosts in this place. Yes. I want my money back. Literate ghosts. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? You know they died in the last like sixty years. Exactly. They're recent and they are angry. They're very angry. <laughs> I'm not okay with staying here. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So Laura lies about her whole situation to the cop. She tells him she's staying with an uncle. Um, she starts leaving and he's like, "You're not leaving. Like you need to clean up your mess." Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "No, I have to go meet my uncle. Blah blah blah. I'm so sorry. Blah blah blah." And he's just like, "Okay." Oh, I should also say he told her that there was a box. Of stuff left that he gave to a man who's trying to sell it at a flea market yeah very important <laughs> yeah <laughs> just glossed right over that <laughs> all right so then we get dramatic music hobo running through a field again dandelions <laughs> we this, get a shot her this, running through a field <laughs> you want to go back to the dandelions <laughs> you know that like the raccoon intern <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he just like spent the day in a just, field with the hobo uh, just like the best day of his life <laughs> right? just shooting this Come dog on, boy. Just Run to your heart's content. You just go. Just go. <laughs> Throwing a stick and then having, oh, a-, having a picnic at lunch. <laughs> oh, just beautiful. It's got like a little bowl for the hobo. Yeah. He like brought him some food, some water. <laughs> they really bonded. They did. Yeah. They had a great time. And then they fired him the next day. <laughs> right. You got too close to that dog. He was, he was only supposed to be there for an hour. And he was actually <laughs> yeah. there for like seven or eight. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> he actually put in overtime. <laughs> yeah. He decided to get some like dusk shots <laughs> yeah, of the hobo. Just really artistic. Silhouetted with all For the that. Instagram. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so many hashtags I can put on this. <laughs> yeah. It's gorgeous. Getting so many likes. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's a nice shot. Yeah, it's just a beautiful shot. Weird, weird music. Running. It's weird music. And then it's like him running, her running, then back to him running. Yeah. Uh, we go, Hobo's made it back to the car. He pulls out her uniform and starts running back through the fields. Yes. There's a lot of running in this episode. So much. Because there's nothing in this episode, so they just keep showing the Hobo running. Yeah. Uh, the cop is now talking to his wife. Hobo arrives. Uh, the cop is like checking out her like hot wiring skills in the car because he, he comes back. Hobo, he follows Hobo to the car. Yes. Uh, and he's like checking out her hot wiring skills. Uh, and that's pretty much the scene. Yeah. That he's like, wow, she's good. Yeah. I could learn something from her. <laughs> right? Like, I need her on the force. I think this car is probably worth like 800 bucks. I should sell this. <laughs> right? No one's looking for it. No. no. One's, mm, all right. Uh, then we go to the flea market. Uh, there's a little sign on the door with a little jaunty cartoon flea. Yeah, it's called the Big Flea. flea the Big Flea. Uh, it's closed. It's only open Saturdays and Sundays. So she goes around the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she steals an apple from a random truck with nobody watching it. Yeah, it's, there's nobody here. It's dead. It's empty, yet there is a truck full of apples. Yeah, and the gate's open to the yeah. back. It, I, it's hard to be stealthy while eating an apple. It really is. They're very loud. So uh, <laughs> I don't really understand what's happened here. No I'm clue. thinking... The owner has had a fatal heart attack. <laughs> He's lying somewhere He's, yeah. dead. <laughs> He's like one shelf over from her. <laughs> yeah. If she just walked over, she'd see the body. Just eating an apple, just <laughs> yeah. casually she, mm-hmm. strolling through the place. Yep. Bands is just like twitching away. <laughs> yeah. He hears her, but he can't call out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and the hobo's like, I'm busy he with her. He doesn't have the conch. <laughs> yeah. Can't do anything with her. Can't. <laughs> can't help you. <ya. laughs> Hobo's busy. <laughs> yeah. You can only like, help one person at a time. I'm still convinced that the hobo is told who he needs to help by some like mystical powers that be. Yes. And they control him. So like, he's like, I can't help you, man. <laughs> they told me her. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, but I can't. <laughs> and I was like, just the aspirin. There's like a little bottle of aspirin like <laughs> four inches away. Nudging. Hobo's like, I'm sorry, man. Can't. I can't do it. Nope. <laughs> he actually like takes the aspirin away. <laughs> yeah. She might need it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> she might stub her toe or something sorry heart attack man <laughs> best of luck <laughs> your time's up your time's up yeah what am i gonna what are you gonna do about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay <laughs> so anyway. i want to watch an episode where the hobo like actively kills somebody <laughs> like yes i mean he's passively killed people so yeah but just like a- he just shows up and the entire episode is him like stalking <laughs> and like setting up like a a Rube Goldberg <laughs> set to like kill the man in the last minute of the episode. That would be amazing. And I guess I would like to watch that. Yes. <laughs> just like, oh man, it'd be so good. So good. Take an unexpected turn. Yeah. I mean, and you think he's trying to help him until the end. And you're like, wait a second. It was all a trap. It's like told like memento style from the <laughs> ending to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Please make this happen. Yeah. Okay. I guess I got to go back to the story. Ugh. All right. Laura's in there. She's chomping on her apple. She's looking around at things. She uh, conveniently, oh, we cut to a scene with the cop who's just talking about her history. Stolen album, detention center. Blah, Stole blah, a wolf blah. bounty album. <laughs> <She> t- <gasps> you know, we forgot to pick a phrase oh, from last episode. Uh, okay. We'll do it for this one. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, she's wandering through the flea market. She knocks over a box and conveniently what spills out onto the floor? <gasps> a scrapbook that literally Bottles says. Bottles of aspirin. <laughs> yeah. 
Drugs. <laughs> uh, one of those uh, those kits you use to shock people. <laughs> yeah. What are those things called? Oh, the, uh, oh. Uh, defibrillators. Yeah. It's just a box full of aspirin and defibrillators. <laughs> How to guide on when someone has a heart attack. That's right. <laughs> What's this? Blah. A direct line to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and buried underneath all of that, a, a scrapbook. Wow. That says scrapbook on it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Just to really drive home the point. This yep. is a scrapbook. Uh, she's ecstatic. She starts like going through it. It's like full of notes and photos. Uh, she puts in the photo of herself. We're assuming this is herself, that picture she yeah. makes. She starts crying. Why'd you leave me? I'm not a bad girl. You're a bad actor, though. You are a bad actor. I feel like with a good actor, I'd be really like, oh, this is like kind of like, you're not a bad girl. Bring back Kate. <laughs> yeah, bring back Kate. <laughs> She was not a bad girl. No. <laughs> but yes, this is just, it's not heart-wrenching. It's not sad. It's just frustrating. Yeah, and it's just dull. dull. And yeah, and just, you can see them trying, but it's not happening. No. Uh, so Hobo shows up. She yells at him to leave her alone again. She doesn't need him. She doesn't need anyone. Uh, so Hobo steals her scrapbook. Uh, and then she chases him. They're outside now. She does. <laughs> she, like, jumps. Jump falls. Jump falls. Uh, and starts like grabbing her ankle. It's such a bad fall. It is. Like, I mean, we find out it's intentional, but yeah. like, wow, it's real yeah. bad. Um, start yelling, help me. And of course the hobo can't resist. He has to go and help her, which involves I'm putting, like that man. I'm <laughs> like that. He's not meant to help the man. He has to help Laura. Okay. <laughs> the powers that be have decided <laughs> she's worthy. He's not. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, hobo falls for it. He drops the scrapbook and goes to see her. She grabs the scrapbook and bolts back inside. Uh, she looks for somewhere to hide. She sees an open door, does no investigating whatsoever, just bolts in and closes the door. Wouldn't she know it? We see a sign that says closing door activates freezer. It's a walk-in freezer. <laughs> Meat hooks and everything. Yep. <laughs> like very terrifying. Um, so she's locked now in this freezer. We see a shot of the thermometer. It's like at 20 degrees Celsius. Yes. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. I'm not going to bother looking ah. it up. <laughs> Hobo tries to hit like an off switch. Doesn't happen. We get another shot of the thermometer. It's 19 degrees now. <gasps> oh my God. Uh, then we get another shot of the thermometer and it's nine degrees. We're going to get a lot of thermometer shots. Yeah. I just know it just keeps getting rapidly colder and colder. Uh, and she's getting colder and colder. Right. That's all you need to know. Uh, so Hobo runs back to the cop. Yes. He goes to find him like he's now in his uniform, getting ready for work. Hobo hands him a flyer from the market. Mm -hmm. And then to like really drive home his point, he goes and grabs the spray paint can to be like, she's at the market. <laughs> 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 he's just really getting that, hammering that point home. Uh, and the cop does understand. Yeah, he's got it. He, he's got it. He's like, okay, cool. He starts going towards the market with his sirens on. Yep. He does not know she's in danger. He just, he there's all that traffic on that dirt road that he's dirt driving road, down. So busy. He knows she runs. So don't you think if she heard the sirens coming, she'd maybe bolt. that's his, Maybe that's the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just drive her out. It's going to scare her off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how hopeful does that man feel hearing that siren coming? <laughs> yeah. He's so excited. And then the guy, the cop just runs right past him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> this poor man. <laughs> Please help me. I'm only 27 years old. It's been a hard life. <laughs> yeah, being in the flea market business. 
<laughs> selling scrapbooks called scrapbook. <laughs> you know how hard that is? <laughs> All I've got to sustain me are these apples. Oh, where did one of them go? Someone <laughs> stole my apples. Oh, what did my wife eat? <laughs> I got 15 kids. I... <laughs> You're breaking my heart, which also is being attacked. <laughs> I like this story better than the one. Oh, it's way better about. than the one, <laughs> the one that's happening. <sighs> I guess I okay. I gotta go back to. They're at the flea market. <laughs> yes, Hobo has grabbed like a blanket or something from somebody's table. Yep. He leads the cop to the freezer. The cop is a smart man. He opens the freezer. Yes. <laughs> he finds Laura, who's crying. Yeah. Uh, and he gives her a hug, uh, and she's babbling on about like. Um, she was scared no one would come, and she thought she had been left. Cops like, no, Hobo was a real friend. He came to find me, and she's like, oh yay, hooray! Woo-hoo. Get her out of the freezer. I know. Just, she's like, it's like minus twenty at this point. Negative twenty five. Yeah, like it's yes. very. That's what it is outside right now. Yes, it's cold. She's in a t-shirt and jeans. Yes, you get her pay. out of the freezer. <laughs> like, that door can close, <laughs> yeah. and the ho- do- you know the dog cannot open it. <laughs> right. At that point, he's like, I'm done. Yeah. I got to go help this other guy. It's his turn now. The old guy. (laughs) Yeah. Pushes the freezer door closed. (laughs) You got to help me. You got to help me. (laughs) I got 15 kids. And if he does die, he's going to go haunt that house. (laughs) Oh, you betcha. I hate you. (laughs) He has reason to put that up there. (laughs) He does. All right. We've made it to the end. We got the final scene. We're back at the house. The cop's on the phone while the family and Laura are like chilling around a table. He comes and sits down. He's got good news. Laura is allowed to stay with them for the summer. And then they have to throw in this random line from the mom about how she's going to be the mom's extra pair of hands because she needs help with the children. Now that they're walking. Yeah. I was like, so she's going to be your servant. Yes. Not like your ward. Well... (laughs) Just seemed like very. Have you read Anne of Green, Green Gables? Do you know Anne of yeah, Green Gables? I read Gables? the first one. How Anne is basically that, like yes. taken into a house to then care for children. Yes. And horribly abused. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. A proud part of our heritage. <laughs> yes. But then she overcomes it. That's true. <laughs> becomes Anne of Green Gables. Hooray! Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, then Laura kind of has an epiphany. She admits she's a little too hard on her foster family. She's a little too much of a troublemaker. Blah blah blah. Then they say Hobo's going to be part of the family. Nope. So guess what happens? Hobo leaves. Hobo bolts. <laughs> He's gone. He's got a corpse to eat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> tasty, tasty. You're going to feed him for a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to go well with the apples. Ah, delicious. Human flesh and apples. Oh, there's a freezer right there. That's true. You could probably sustain him for a year. <laughs> right? It keeps coming back. I mean, if this is like a Monday, no one's going to find that market until Saturday. That's so. true. <laughs> Plenty of time. He can take it in pieces. <laughs> yeah. To his, his wolf lady. His children. Yep. <laughs> his children. His 15 woods. children. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to grow big and strong. Yep. <laughs> With a taste for human flesh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's the episode. He takes off and she's like, bye boy, be yeah. happy, which is actually probably like the nicest thing anyone's it is ever like said to the hobo. Said to the hobo as he's leaving. Yes, that's true. That is, she said a nice thing. <laughs> that's the best she's done. Yes. Uh, so what do you think of this episode? Oh, man. It, you got two two duds in a row. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. sugarcoating it. 
I'm sorry. I hope we're, I hope we're trying to make these as entertaining <laughs> as possible while also going through them fairly quickly. Yes. Because like a lot of our episodes, I realize are like 35 to 45 minutes. Yeah. I think the this episode and the one before it are probably gonna be like 30 or less. Yes. Or not much more than 30. Yeah. We're still having fun. It's just. They're not giving us a whole lot here. There's so much in this episode of just the hobo running or like shots of like a field or a house. There's no story. The acting is pretty terrible with the exception of the uh, cop. Yeah. Like it's... Michael Hogan. He, Kirkland Lake. There's a reason he's still still working. He's still going. <laughs> yeah. And yes, he is from Kirkland Lake, which shocked me. Yeah. Pretty like, neat. Who else is from Kirkland Lake? No one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I, you are, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I went to Kirkland Lake once. I'm I saw the tragically hip there. Really? Yep. Amazing. Kirkland Lake, and I went up with uh, my friend and her parents. And as we were driving in, it's an old joke. It was very funny though. He's like, "There's only two things that come out of Kirkland Lake: hockey players and whores." <laughs> and his wife was like, "I'm from Kirkland Lake," and he's like, "You're a hell of a hockey player." <laughs> <laughs> it was actually that, it was good. That is uh, that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, well yeah, that was uh, it was quite a concert. That was the year before their last tour, oh, wow. so their second last tour. They were at Kirkland Lake. <laughs> this this is a weird detour, but I just like love that the Tragically Hip played all of these tiny little towns. Oh like, even yeah, though in Canada they were a huge band. Yes, like, not not necessarily other places, but in Canada they could sell out. Like they did huge reasonably venues. well. Yeah, yeah, and they came to like they went to Bala, like in the Muskokas, like Kirkland Lake, like. Yep. And that concert was, was great. It was like, I think it was $20 for the stands and $30 to get onto the floor because it was in a hockey arena. <laughs> of course. So you could like stand on where the ice would normally yeah. be. And uh, we sat down, my friend and I, and there was a woman next to me. There was this weird split of people. It was people, like a lot of people in like jeans and flannel. And then the other half of the people were in like their Sunday best. <laughs> so this woman sitting next to us is in like a cocktail dress, this tiny little cocktail dress with these boots that come up to her knees. Like she is dressed to the nines. Wow. Sits down next to us. We're talking to her for a bit. Hip starts playing their first song. She gets up and she jumps the boards. <laughs> like, like it just like it's nothing. In the boots and the cocktail dress. She just jumps the boards. That's so Canadian. And that's what everybody did. Like three quarters of the people in the stands just jumped the boards onto the floor because there was only two security guards and they couldn't stop them. <laughs> what are you going to do? And, like, that's amazing. The Hip didn't care. They were playing their tunes. That's right? They just Gord Downey the was super drunk. <laughs> he was so drunk. Oh. It was great. It was really good. The intermission was like... At least 45 minutes long. I think they were trying to sober him up in the back. Or he was drinking more. I don't know. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Kirkland uh, Lake, though. Nice. Good memories of Kirkland Lake. Good, good memories. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> uh, okay. Hobo harm. 0.5. For, oh. The rock throw. That's true. I didn't. I did not consider the rock throw, so I will also give it a 0.5. Okay. Yes. Hobo fight. Um, I have this episode versus the episode it could have been if the kid had been locked in the freezer in the first five minutes. <gasps> yes. Because then it could have been a desperate rescue yeah. or a crime scene investigation with Michael Hogan Ooh, where he I narrates <laughs> and I could listen to him talk. Just his whole voice. Yes. We need a voiceover episode with him. Yes. Like Rex Badger was like all voiceover. Michael Hogan, all voiceover. All voiceover. I think he's in one more episode. So. Oh, yeah? I think. Maybe, okay. Maybe not. I, I don't know. know. Don't well, I look forward to it. How about you? <laughs> uh, I said Laura versus Nicolas Cage in Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the hot wear of the car faster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's her. <laughs> she did pretty fast. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, oh, okay. I guess we have to do song lyrics. I did actually write one down. Did you write so one down? Okay. Uh, you give me yours and I'll give you... I have two and we can choose. Mine's very generic because there's not a lot of lines in this episode. No, there's not. Uh, and so I just picked one I thought sounded like a song lyric. Okay. So, who are you? Why did you do that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I have two. Okay. Mine are, you're not going out there. You're going out and back. Back from where you came from. <laughs> but also, you don't... <laughs> But you have to get your own tools. Those things aren't cheap. <laughs> I like both of those. They're we'll, very good. We'll, we'll put them in a thing. Yep. And uh, maybe at the, when we get somewhere, we'll start like actually slotting them all together. <laughs> yeah, we'll make them into something semi-coherent. Semi-coherent. I, mean, and I swear, I'm gonna find a punk band. Okay. We're gonna it's, we're gonna get someone. We're gonna get somebody who's gonna play Bad Gun. <laughs> yes. Look forward to that. Yep. Ripen it up now. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next episode? I'm ready. Next episode is called Back to Nature. Synopsis reads, Hobo aids a woman in labor and her injured husband. Okay. They're getting shorter. They are definitely. Hopefully the episodes are getting better. I'm not holding out hope. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Take care. Bye. Bye.